Just one sec, guys. Here's the espresso I made for you. Wow, Lee, so excited to try out your espresso. Who's that? What's up? What are you guys doing? I was just making a nice espresso. Would you like... No, Lee. You'll all have to try Death Wish Coffee. Kurt, isn't that the world's strongest coffee? Fuck yes, it is. Oh, man. It tastes great. Just explosion of flavor in my mouth. When I try Death Wish Coffee, it feels like Jesus Christ himself washing down my throat. But, Kurt, this is a lot of coffee. You must have spent a ton of money on it. And not just American dollars, but Canadian money. Fuck, no, I didn't. I used coupon code 3 Greeners and I got 10% off. You can too! <gasps> In a world of lame, nerdy podcasts, one, no three, and maybe sometimes more nerds, will rise to the challenge. We hold these studios accountable. We celebrate the amazing feats of cinema. We sometimes rage out. We are the Three Angry Nerds Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the Three Angry Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, Katie. How's it going, Katie? Hi, I'm battling time zones, but I'm here. I am reviewing. I am not as angry. Just yeah, tired. You seem raging today. Um, <laughs> I'm. I. I can't be too mad. Like I'm on vacation from my other job from now until like January second. So, like I'm in a good mood. I'm like, you know what? I don't have to like wake up early for like the next two weeks. This is great. Um, but I mean, in that time, I've still had to watch stuff for review. Some stuff's great. Some stuff's good. Some stuff's awful. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get on with the news. Uh, Spider-Man 4. They're making another Spider-Man. Sadly, no Doctor Strange, though. Sorry, Katie. Disappointing. They could have brought him back. They could have done more with him. Nope. Disappointing. What's the point, then? <laughs> <laughs> is the point how do we carry on um <laughs> but instead they're bringing in daredevil and ant-man well ant-man's okay yeah <laughs> the hot top tier crush like dr strange <laughs> he's, no, okay. he's no benedict um, he's no benedict that's right i <laughs> I think it's interesting because I think they could be going the route of, uh, like, there's a rumor that Kingpin's the villain and that he's clamping down on vigilantes. So, like, I could see Daredevil wanting to fight against that because he's a vigilante. He covers his face and fights crime. And then also Ant-Man. I mean, he used to be uh, a criminal. He could just... I don't know if decide he doesn't like that on a principal level and decide he wants to take on Kingpin. So if that's the route they're going for, I see what they're going for by bringing in these characters. If not, it doesn't make any sense because these characters are kind of like they they all have red suits. Is that it? They're in the red suit club, maybe. I don't know. That's their new name, the red suit club. Uh, I do wonder if this means at one point Spider-Man's gonna get the Ant-Man outfit and he's gonna become big 
even though they can call him Giant Spider. <laughs> you know, Marvel probably just heard that or like going back to the screen where it's like, gotta put in a giant spider. <clears throat> Excuse me. That joke was so good, I, I, I coughed. <laughs> um, Agatha Darkhold Diaries, which is like the sequel to WandaVision. Uh, it's going through another title change. Uh, I forget what it was originally called, but there was an original name for it, and then it turned into Agatha Darkhold Diaries, and now it's being changed to Agatha All Along, which, if you know, is the title I mean, of this song, right? Yeah. I mean, I always love an alliteration moment. True. The, the AAA. Love it. Yeah. Amazing Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, yeah, Agatha all along. I, you know, it's the title of the song that won them, uh, some, I, I think they won a Golden Globe for that song. Like, it was, it was a thing. So, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, I just, yeah, I find it funny that they can't seemingly figure out what to call this show. Um... All right, and then Marvel Studios announces Eyes of Wakanda, an animated series for 2024. Don't really know too much about it. Seems like it's, you know, Black Panther set around Wakanda. And then uh, Spider-Man Freshman Year, which is supposed to be like a multiverse story of a different spider-man not the one that we have in the mcu but like a variant and like their first year of being spider-man uh that has been retitled to your friendly neighborhood spider-man and yeah okay both, both are coming this year so yeah, probably fine um i just wonder like i'll I'm watching this. What does this is like? How does this impact the movies? How does this impact all this other stuff? I mean, <coughs> excuse me. Yes, I mean, we're so, it's supposed to be like a with the Spider-Man. It's supposed to be like this Elseworld story or whatever. But eh, something tells me it still will tie into like the Marvel universe. Everything has to. They don't want to like. They don't want you watching anything that doesn't matter to their grand universe. So, it's all planned. It is. Uh, Jonathan Major's trial. It's wrapping up. I think they were giving like their final deliberations, but uh, the judge just decided to like, like disclose all the video evidence for some reason. Uh, maybe to just be like, because he figured they figured maybe people would get it out anyways. I don't know, but. You can watch the video if you want, uh, but it shows uh, Jonathan Majors being chased four blocks by his ex-girlfriend. So, uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of weird that she claims that, because I think she was claiming that she uh, tried to get away from him and he was chasing her, but then the video shows otherwise, so like kind of painting her a little unreliable 
I don't know. I still think, like, my my whole take on it is I'm sure he that I think he probably didn't do things to the degree that she's saying, but I also don't think he's probably the greatest person either. I don't know. It's a tough cookie to crack. Anyway. Yeah, so... Uh, there was a lot of memes of people putting uh, his character, Victor Timely, running in the footage instead. And being like, oh, Victor Timely's running from his demise. I thought that was kind of funny. I, I'm like, mm, okay, this is a not funny thing. It's a very serious thing, but you're making it kind of funny. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Mandalorian Season 4 uh, was rumored to be a movie and now it's rumored to be a tv series again so uh, can't keep their shit straight um <clears throat> and apparently will not serve as ahsoka 1.5 so there will be no ahsoka nonsense in the mandalorian uh superman legacy apparently they added palm clementif and miriam shore who are both in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, but then James Gunn has denied that report. So, probably is not true. But. Um, and then DC Studios has hired a screenwriter for The Authority, according to co-chair James Gunn. So, they got, they got people working on that movie. Uh, Glass Onion star Madeline Klein rumored to be playing Supergirl in the DCU. Good for her. Uh, her movie's probably still a ways off, but she could show up in Superman Legacy. So, um, yeah. Katie, what, what are your thoughts on Barry Keegan as an actor? Uh, oh. No. No specific thoughts. No specific thoughts. Okay. Well, he may be returning as the Joker in Matt Reeves' Batman sequel. Oh. Yeah. They asked him, are you going to be in the Batman 2? And then he just was smirking and he's like, my smile says everything. That was very weird. Oh my god. But (laughs) some people are taking that to mean he's in the movie. So, I think he could just be toying with us. Maybe he wants to be in the movie. I don't know. I think it would be kind of cool if, like, I hope the next Batman movie has other villains. And then maybe it's revealed at the end that, like, the Joker was masterminding everything. I think that could be cool. But I don't know if I want, like, a whole movie dedicated to the Joker yet. I wouldn't mind that being saved for the third movie. <clears throat> Plus, also, too, like, once you do the Joker, like, that's kind of Batman's greatest villain. So, once you do him, where do you go from there? It's kind of hard to be like, <clears throat> we're going to do uh, the Joker, and then, oh, we're going to end up doing, like, Clayface afterwards. Like, no. You should save Joker to the end. Just save him for the last one, because you can't, like, look at the Dark Knight. They did their Joker story, and then they couldn't follow it up, so... Uh, we have a trailer for this new movie called Civil War, directed by 
Alex Garland. It looks very interesting. It looks very Trumpian. Everything nowadays is just very Trumpian. Every movie creator nowadays is like, let's take a pot shot at Trump. This is our time. <clears throat> In case he ends up getting reelected again. Because that could happen. <laughs> um, That's horrifying. That is the true horror movie. Is we could potentially see Trump back in office again. Um, but yeah, the trailer shows like, yeah, uh, the U.S. in disarray. It's in the midst of another civil war. Looks interesting. Probably looks the most straightforward of any Alex Garland movie. And normally his movies are very strange. His last movie, Men, had a 15 minute long scene where a man kept giving birth to versions of himself over and over again. And yeah, it was wow. very, very strange. This movie could also be <laughs> strange too, but I just, I don't know, feel slightly more playing it straight than other movies. Uh, Wolfman, uh, Universal still moving forward with a reboot of this. It got announced like almost five or six years ago, and they st haven't done anything with it. But uh, it did lose star Ryan Gosling, but poor thing star Christopher Abbott has stepped in as the lead. Christopher Abbott, he's a very like lesser known actor. I think this is his first like major credited role, but he's a decent actor. I mean, everything he's in has been pretty good, but. He's just not, he's usually the guy that's in the background. He's not normally the lead guy, but, yeah. Also, too, this is Universal's, like, fourth or fifth try at, like, getting their monster movie franchise off the ground. They've tried so many different things. There was the Dark Universe with Tom Cruise's Mummy. And then they had Lee Winnell make The Invisible Man. And then even like last year, they had Renfield. and Or this past year, they had Renfield and um, that uh, other Dracula movie that was also setting up sequels. Like, they've tried so many times to like make Dracula and the Wolfman and all these other characters stick. And I don't know. It's never really quite worked. But maybe fifth time's the charm. Maybe. Uh, and then Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, a theater standee confirms that Slimer will return. For all you Slimer fans out there, the two of you. Uh, and the then... two of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Slimer is so iconic to the Ghostbusters franchise. If you don't know, he's the green ghost with the big, goofy grin. You've undoubtedly seen him, like, in different iterations of ghostbusters throughout the decades hi my cat just decided to like come and like roll all over my foot like he's dancing on it it's very strange anyways um yeah go ghostbusters and then final bit of news and the most exciting for katie and i love is blind is returning for season six on valentine's day february 14th so Wow. Less than two months till more Love is Blind. Uh, they're going to North Carolina, which I feel like could be amazing. Because Carolinas are full of ignorant rednecks. And I think this could be great. Like, 
I don't know. Whenever they said it to like progressive cities, everyone's like, yeah, I support adoption and oh, blah, blah, blah. I, I think guns should be banned. Like they all have very progressive views. I say, say it in a city where you can get some controversial hot takes, like where someone's like, no, you can't take my guns from me. <laughs> all lives matter. It's like, no, you got to make it a little more interesting. Come on, Netflix. So, yeah. I don't know. Are you ready for more Love is Blind? Still recovering from previous episodes. I feel like the last season, though, at least for me, was probably the worst season, looking back on it. I think so, too. They had the least amount of couples. Yeah. And it was just a mess. Yeah. And, like, I I personally am like, hey, it's an experiment. Like, I don't, if people don't match, they don't match. It's whatever. It happens. But I think for me, it was just like, yeah, they, they definitely should have like vetted people more before they let uh what's his uh milton or not milton milton's fine it's lydia and that other dude dolce dolce, dolce gabbana whatever his name is uche <laughs> uche yeah. i think it was uche uh, uh, i knew it sounded like dolce but i just couldn't remember but yes yeah, so i think it's dolce. Dolce. <laughs> dolce, dolce i just want to call him dolce gabbana from now on uh, even though probably nobody talks about him anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I felt like they could have like done better to like keep keep people who have been dating each other off the show. But at the same time too, they definitely turned that into drama, which I feel like is even worse. Like you could have just been like, cool, we're going to cut you out of the show and that's just it. But they didn't. So. But yeah, also too, like, yeah, the only couple that made it out is Lydia Milton. And if you believe the rumors on the internet, they're not even living together right now. So it's like... Oh, what? Yeah. Because, like, the, people have done deep dives into their Instagram and have figured out that they, for the longest time, have been living in different cities. So either they're, like, doing some, like, hardcore long-distance thing or they're not together anymore because yeah there's like plenty of stories where like he's in los angeles and she's in houston and yeah it's just i was reading there was a very detailed article about <laughs> why they aren't living they probably aren't living together it's it's wild anyways i hope that the next one is kind of more like season four where there's just some good genuine connections you can have your drama sure you know, that's part of the fun. That's part of the, the tea, as they say. But at the same time, too, you know, you got to have some, some genuine connections, too. Um, I also heard, too, that, like, with the last season, they cut a lot of stuff out. Like, there was a couple that even made it to the altar, and they cut that entire storyline out. Because the guy was a real dickbag. But, yeah. Love is blind. Coming back. I also think this probably means that they're probably going to do a after the altar. Some point. I'm still recovering from Love is Blurry. Oh, from season two. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a couple of episodes of that House of Villains show that um, Shake is on. 
and um, that's been a very interesting show because it makes Shake like for some reason the most normal person in a room, which is not something I would have thought could happen. But yeah, it's not a good show. Don't go. This, this is not me recommending that you watch House of Villains. It's <laughs> far from it. Just don't that don't be have that be the takeaway. But it's it's interesting. It's a there's like a there's like a person on the show. I don't know their exact pronouns, uh, but like they they're very intense. And I'm like, and even shakes like I'm I'm usually the the drama queen. But let's have perfect match season two. When is that coming back? That feels like I've been waiting forever for that. Now that's not as good as as um, Love Is Blind, but. There's a certain certain charm to that show. But Okay. Uh let's take a break and then we're gonna come back and review some stuff. Not a whole lot, but there's still some stuff. Hey Spark, have you listened to the newest album by Smash Mouth? No, I haven't gotten my copy yet. Oh man, it's the bomb. Oh, I heard they were going to use this for that new movie with Mike Myers, Shrek. It's okay. I mean, it's no walking on the sun, though. Ah, the ghost. I'm the ghost of What's streaming? You can magically play any song you want. It's pretty cool. In fact, Amazon Music offers a three-month trial for new users to check out its vast selection. Amazon? Like the website that sells books? Yes! In fact, take a look! What's this? It looks like a remote control, but from the future. It's a device that you can stream on, in fact. Why don't you go to http colon forward slash forward slash getamazonmusic.com forward slash so you can try the service for free for one month. If you don't like it, you cannot subscribe at any time. Wow, there's a lot here. Yeah, there is. What's dubstep? And we're back. Okay, let's talk about some movies. First off is Wonka. Wonka is a prequel to Willy Wonka, if you couldn't figure that one out. Uh, and it's okay. It's from the director of Paddington. So that should give you at least a decent enough idea of what to expect, like totally and whatnot. It's very similar to Paddington and Paddington 2. Like very good feeling, very full of song, full of dance. And that's not a bad thing. I think it's very uh, good. Um, I think my main issue with it is that it does kind of feel like the movie doesn't really go anywhere it doesn't really do too much with the story 
uh, it kind of was like a story of like corporate hypocrisy and like, I don't know, just it's yeah. It, it, if you're comparing it to Paddington and Paddington two, which had like simpler stories, like Paddington two is like Paddington trying to clear his name and get a gift for his family member. Like that's great. Um, so yeah, I, I could see where the director kind of looked at this and goes, I can do something like this, but it does certainly feel at times that like, I don't know. It's the story was a little too simple. And I don't think unlike I think unlike Paddington, it doesn't really carry the charm with it as much as Paddington does where like moment to moment, I'm more interested in what, what um you know Wonka is doing but i don't know i'll give it like a seven out of ten timothy chalamet is pretty good in it um and uh yeah it's just yeah if you're going in expecting this to be as good as paddington 2 it's not but it's still pretty good okay uh katie you and i watched chicken run dawn of the nugget a sequel to like a nearly 20 year old movie at this point i think it's it is like almost like 23 years old at this point uh you haven't seen the first chicken run but you saw this one what did you think i did um i know they did like a cute little recap of what happened as like a story time i thought i thought that was cute I, I think I liked the animation. Um, it's very reminiscent of Mission Impossible, which is very funny. I think yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes the lines are a little cliche, but mm. I I guess that goes for animated movies. I don't know, but um, it it was a fun watch. I, it's a turn off my brain and just watch chickens talk to each other and also rats um (laughs) i mean the story is very simple it's like oh yeah they have a kid who really wants to like explore the outside world and then spoiler alert the outside world is terrible don't leave i think i think it's a very cliche storyline i think i've seen this storyline a hundred times but now it's in chicken form, which is, I guess, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because, like, the, the first movie came out, like, yeah, 23 years ago, and they had a totally different voice cast, but most of the voice cast is older. Some of the people got canceled, uh, like Mel Gibson. Uh, oh. Yeah, Rocky the Rooster was originally voiced by Mel Gibson, but obviously Mel Gibson is not everyone's favorite person these days, so. He got replaced by Zachary Levi, which it's like, he's also probably not everyone's favorite person, but eh, slightly more favorite. Um, yeah, trying to think of what else. Yeah, it's a very like harmless movie. Like, yeah, I feel like you could show this to kids and it's good. And like, there's enough jokes in there for adults that they're going to get something out of it too. Um, I did feel like this was 
a little i don't know like it's cool that they bring they do a sequel to like a 20 plus year old movie but it's also like oh cool what are you what are you doing with the story it's like oh they have a daughter and their the daughter wants to be rebellious go figure um and i think like the moment to moment like even if like the story itself like across the entire movie was eh, it wasn't that interesting uh i think like the moment to moment gags and laughs kind of made it entertaining enough for me so yeah i don't know yeah I- i'm probably not gonna ever watch this again to be honest <laughs> This is a one and done for me. Um, yeah, which is fine. Not every movie needs to be like rewatchable, but yeah, I'm I'm sitting at like a seven out of ten for this. It's like eh, okay. I also think it's like a, it's a seven. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's on Netflix, so it's it's well, I'm not say necessarily free but like it's cheap enough to watch that you don't have to go watch it at like a movie theater okay um and then next up is reacher season two which is hitting amazon prime and um if you're not too sure, Reacher came out actually like a while ago, like two or three years ago, the first season. So it's been a while since we've had season, t- like since the first season came out. Uh, season two of Reacher is a lot more intense, a lot more action-packed, uh, which is great. But for me, what actually kind of made it better, in my opinion, was the side characters. I felt like the side characters in this had way more to do and were far more interesting than they were in season one. Uh, keep in mind, I've only seen the first three episodes, but like in those three episodes that I saw, definitely there was a lot more interesting character work with the side characters. I mean, the thing is, is Reacher is not the most interesting character. He bashes heads in and says one-liners for days, sets people on fire, whatever. Um, but it's, it's the side characters that are supposed to be arguably more interesting, and I think they do a good enough job, uh, improving them over the first season where... I felt like the side characters oftentimes were just getting in Reacher's way and were not overly interesting in their own right to justify standing in his way. You were almost like, just get out of his way. He needs to bash more heads in. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'd give, like, Reacher season two, like, so far, like, uh, like an eight and a half out of ten. I was thinking a nine, but I think a nine's a little too high. Eight's too low, so we'll go with eight and a half. It's, it's fun. It's on Amazon Prime Video, so check that out. Prime Video, I think is what they're technically called. And then finally, the Picard Legacy Collection, which this thing is a beast. It takes up like so much space on my Blu-ray shelf. Um, this thing is ma- it's massive. I want to say, oh god, it's probably like twelve. 12 inches all around whatever that math is i don't know don't math me i'm not a math person it's big it takes up way more space on a blu-ray shelf than i was expecting to be honest but this thing is massive and it's also great so 
this basically includes anything and everything that uh, Jean-Luc Picard, played by Patrick Stewart, has been in. This includes the original Next Generation show. This includes the movies that he was in. Um, and then it also includes the uh, new Picard show, which... <laughs> seasons 1 and 2 of that show were eh. Season 3 is great. So maybe just watch season 3. But hey, you you can own the Picard collection. It's pricey. It's like roughly two hundred ish dollars, depending on where you buy it and buy it on sale. I will say though, it is nice to have the next generation movies, the next generation show, and Picard all in one set. Um, it also just feels nice too that like there is some good special features for all of it. Um, my major complaint is that they do include some extras in it, and that's nice. Um, some of the extras just didn't really feel worth it uh, for how much you're spending on this. Like, they include some things like coasters and stuff, and the coasters are, are like, just regular cardboard coasters. And I'm thinking, hey, if someone's spending, like, $200, $250 on a Blu-ray set, maybe just toss in, like, even just some plastic coasters or something higher quality just paper ones that are going to be disposable after one-time use it just i don't know there was like some weird cuts in quality in the stuff that they offer also too uh i don't i was looking and i don't believe the uh blu-ray set for the movies is in 4k uhd which there was a previous set of movies that was 4K UHD, so it just seemed baffling not to include that. Um, I guess it kind of makes sense because if you're going to be having a Blu-ray set and one and part of those is not in 4K, if like the other parts are not in 4K UHD, then it could be kind of eh. So, I mean, it's still nice that it's Blu-ray. It's still better quality than the DVD, but uh, I was just like, oh. It's weird because you literally just put out a 4K UHD box set not too long ago of the movies. Could have literally just copied and pasted. Just been like, here you go. But I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. Uh, it's still nice to have everything. It's still a nice collection. Just some weird cuts. I think this are weird uh, choices in what they do. I think there's ways they could have improved this, to be honest. But all in all, I'm very happy with this. And uh, I'm definitely going to be... I've actually already been like starting to rewatch the next generation on this and yeah, something, something nice to have in my collection. So nine out of 10. And with that said, that's it for this episode. Uh, I think Adam and I are going to be doing a little short episode next week. Just to review one movie, anyone but you, which I am stupidly excited for. Nobody else is, but I'm excited because it's a rom-com. And it stars Glenn Howell. So, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be as excited for this movie as I am. But see. I wish you luck. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Glenn Howell's a great actor. Uh, and uh, Sydney Sweeney's also pretty good. So, it should be alright. I think people are going to sleep on this movie. But I will be seeing it next week. And, uh, yeah, Adam and I will do a quick little episode doing a review. Until next time, everybody. Okay. Bye for now.